Hello you fine people and welcome to another episode of Retro Rewind, a Bitsfet podcast. This week we'll be discussing the PlayStation Fighter Tekken 2. Joining me, the one and only King of the Iron Fist Tournament, Mr. David. Yes! <laughs> uh, Greg? Hi, yeah. You don't uh, have a title. Me, myself, my horse. What, what, so, what title should I get? If Dave's King of the Iron Festing, what should that be? You can be the tor- tournament organizer. Tournament organizer. <laughs> okay, go. that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy with that. And I'll be the uh, the eventsman. Eventsman, I'll do. Okay. MC. MC Mike. It works. So, two years after the events of the first tournament, we see a story which is absolutely impossible to follow, but is presented by very nice CGI graphics at the time. Tekken 2 is the follow-up to the original Tekken, which I would say was Namco's solution to the Virtua Fighter series. And it debuted in the arcades back in 1995, coming to the PlayStation in 1996. Uh, as a fighting game, it's its own spin in a way, where each button corresponds to a different part of the body. The square button being left punch, triangle being right punch, X button being left kick, and circle button being right kick. At the end of it, this is an evolution on the formula over Tekken uh, 1. But now we've got a brief background to the game. Uh, could you guys tell us how you first got into it, Dave? Tekken 2 was actually the first Tekken that I ever played. It was uh, my grandfather's PlayStation. And I used to just rent games on the weekend. And I felt like a fighting game. And of course, there was no Street Fighter really available on the PlayStation. So it's like, yeah, I'll try Tekken. Brought it home, watched that CG opening. After I picked up my brain put it back in i had so much fun with tekken 2 i went out and sold you know i sold some games just to buy tekken 2 and then of course tekken 3 and so on but yeah i absolutely loved tekken i would say it was probably 97 maybe early 98 when i first played it i too um have to say that this was my first tekken as well on the original playstation i barely remember it i i've never you know i've never clicked with fighting games I did. I do remember playing my brother at it quite extensively because I could beat him, because he always got the dodgy controller. That's the way to do it. I remember it being great, just not. It doesn't hold any dear memories for me. I'm sorry, Mike. That's a shame. Uh, my, You're fired. My first memories of the game go back to uh, originally playing the arcade game, the first title, um, back at a. One of those bowling parties, one of the weird parties that you end up going to, you don't know why you were bowling, but they had arcade machines in the corner. Um, and it was the most vibrant looking game, which seemed to just lack a tiny bit of soul. Um, it looked the part, and it looked like a brilliant rip-off of Virtual Fighter. But by the time Tekken 2 came around, I, I picked up the, the PS1 port of the first game on, on the cheap. Really quite, quite a good beat-em-up, to be honest. But it's when a, a good friend of mine picked up Tekken 2 that I finally ended up going over to his house, as you always do, and playing almost every day. So this was a, a heavily publicised game. If You couldn't move for this game being mentioned in magazines. You'd see how to do how to do a combo six months before the game even came out. 
these people were playing it in the arcade non-stop. I never actually saw the arcade game of uh, Tekken 2, but I, I picked up a demo on a, a disc included with a system back in the day, I think. Uh, also along with like Crash Bandicoot, things like that. Um, but when I finally got down to Tekken 2, it was a... Uh, yeah, it was always at a friend's house. I, I only actually finally came around to owning my own copy with the um the PlayStation Network release just a short while back. Oh, really? Wow. So was, like, after Tekken 2, were you a fan of the series enough to buy 3 and then 4 and tag and all that? Or was it always just kind of a, eh, if, I'll, if it's there, I'll play it kind of series? Um, to be honest, I just couldn't afford the game. <laughs> I borrowed it off a friend so many times. I have my own memory card with a with a solid collection of every every ending of the game, um, every character unlocked. In fact, I'm I'm not even sure the gallery mode was included in this. I can't remember now. I think that might have even been in later Tekken game. Ah, uh, no, this does not have the gallery. If you want to see those amazing CG endings, you're gonna have to beat it again. Mm, thanks to YouTube, there are other other options now. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, to move move on to the actual game itself a bit. Um, so Namco, Namco being sort of, I, I'm not sure they had much of a reputation as a as a beat 'em up king at this time. They were pushing a lot of things like you know the the Ridge Racer games around. I think by this time they might have even released like Rave Racer in the arcade and being into the whole you know, period of Ridge Racer moving past its roots and trying to grow into new things. But um, Tekken itself, it just came as such a high highly polished think you know if you look at the playstation one you look at things that that demonstrate you know the video abilities the production values i think tekken 2 is the the main point where you think you know was it final fantasy 7 or was it tekken 2 which which pushed the budget so far that you're you're amazed by what you were seeing really and they they really did pull out all the stops so on on production value i know it's, it's an odd choice but what do you guys think of it well, first of all, it was it was a real blast from the past seeing CG that looked like that, right? Like I I remember sitting there and and just couldn't wait till the games themselves looked that good. Um, nowadays it's kind of fugly, but it still has the charm, right? Like I mean, I mean, when my daughter came in, because well, I'll tell more later, but she came in and watched this, and she wasn't bored, she wasn't put off by how ugly it was until she hit the gameplay. But like she sat and she's like, no, I want to watch the opening. I want to watch the opening. Because, you know, Lay does that cool jump out the window, shoot his gun, it explodes. It's, it's a cool opening. As for like the, the actual production quality of the game itself, you could tell they really wanted to give things like Dead or Alive or Virtual Fighter a real run for their money. Like they went kind of all out on this one. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk more about the actual gameplay later. I mean, for me, the CGI, it's so much better when I watched it last week than... I ever remembered it being. I don't know whether I just missed it when I played it as a kid or didn't properly appreciate the quality of it. It is. It's fantastic. It's the kind of thing that draws you into the game. I, th- I thought it was unbelievable. And yeah, it's obviously it's up against some other heavy-hitting games at the time, so it's got to pull out all the stops. And the thing the on the production side of things, on the set design and the kind of the thing that stri- strikes me the most is still feeling really good and lovely is just how fluid the game feels how fluid the fighting feels the characters all move beautifully it's very 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 smooth and it's still very smooth so i i just i had an absolute blast with it this time round. is it running at 60 right mike do you know i, f- I think it is to be honest yeah yeah you could definitely feel silky it. 
Yeah, yeah. The left kick, right kick, left punch, right punch on the buttons reminded me um, wholeheartedly of pay, playing co-op, where you have to run <laughs> with with the the Q W O and P symbols. And I thought, wait, hang on a second, this has been done before. <laughs> it's a fantastic, a fantastically simple mechanic to make the game so much easier for someone like me that just can't do like a ten hit combo to get anywhere or anything awesome going on so it's it was really nice yeah i I think here having the left punch right punch each on their own buttons as opposed to something like street fighter where it's light medium and heavy or mortal Kombat where Mm -hmm. it's just punch and kick and then yeah block button anyway um i think it makes it much easier to remember the 10 hit combo like i absolutely out of muscle memory remembered yoshimitsu's 10 hit combo and i was i was rocking it dude so yeah, I think I think just the left right left right kick kick kick. You know, you can just remember that a lot more than you can remember, say something from Street Fighter, where you have the multiple inputs to do special moves and things like that. Yeah. So I think this is a little more beginner friendly in that regard, and also juggling isn't nuts. It's pretty standard. It's beginner friendly, but I don't know the feeling that I get from it is I can have a plenty good blast with it. But for you guys, that's a bit more kind of into this kind of thing. Is the depth still there that you can totally and utterly pour your soul into learning it, or is it that simple that you would prefer to play something else? I think the biggest problem with Tekken, especially at the time, was that um, you know we did have things like like Street Fighter Alpha uh, floating around at the time. And people did always say Tekken's the one game that you could button mash and get away with that you could. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'll I'll admit I I did look back uh, just over the last few days, and I did think to myself, I remember that fabled was it a ten hit king combo? Oh, the throw combo! I remember seeing it, and I I remember always trying to test it out to to manage to do it, but I don't think I ever succeeded. To be honest, was was it as hard as I remember it being? Well. Like, that's another thing that I guess is kind of beginner-friendly. Instead of having, like, complicated inputs, it comes down to when you press the button. And, yeah, that king, like, I think it's a seven-throw combo that goes off of a four-hit combo. Yeah, that thing is ridiculously hard to pull off. You have to be, like, frame-perfect with your inputs on that for it to get it to work. I've never gotten it to work all the way. Yeah, there are, um, the another strange thing about the game, especially in terms of its gameplay, is that, that playing the more recent entries doesn't feel like there's a huge step over what what was already presented here at this uh this second game yeah i mean uh, breaking away a little bit of kind of i'd, I'd call it like a, a a static game in it where you felt feel like um you know there's not too much happening between the odd odd pot shots you know it's, it's a hard game to defend in and it's a hard game to mess it's, well, it's a very hard game to uh to go on the offense and if if there's a defending opponent waiting for you, it, it can be a real, real tricky game. I like um, this can be cut out if we need to. Do you feel the same way about Soul Calibur? Because I feel the same way about Soul Calibur. I wonder if it's a Namco thing where they're not so much interested in innovating. They more, they're more of the craftsmen. They want to actually just take this idea and perfect it. I think the Soul games have a lot more. They have a lot more flow somehow from the the way the combos are made. Like you can have things where. It can cover a wider area of what you're attacking, but in Tekken it always feels very direct what you're doing. You have to, you know, if you're going, if you're committing to a punch from an angle, you have to hope well that you're judging exactly what they're doing. Otherwise, you know, there's there's a lot of reliance on if you if you're playing the computer especially. Once you 
once they block something, once they counter a throw, you know there's a seven-hit combo coming your <laughs> yeah. way in the next second. Is it just me, or was the computer pretty beefy at medium? Like, they <laughs> they rocked me in the beginning. I it don't cheats. Think that's that's my that's my thought. It's just it's a cheater. It's a dirty cheater. Don't I, like there were a couple of times it felt like it was input reading, but that could just be yeah you know, yeah. Oh, 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 this is cheating. I can't lose. I mean, I, I well before I say that, um, guys, what is your chosen character? Uh, Yoshimatsu for me. Ah, Yoshi. All right. Yeah. I started with Law, and then I moved to Kazuya, and then I realized there was a trick to the game if you just used Paul. So I stuck with that, and then it was just all, <laughs> all the way. What? What? Out of curiosity, what? What's the trick? I wonder if it's what I used. Okay, well, let me tell you. Paul has one super overpowered move. They all look very fancy. There's a lot of cool. It, it may well be. <laughs> you, get, you have a. You have an awesome sweep and kick move, which Job. needs needs you to be just a little bit too close, and it's not the most reliable method. You have a lot of a lot of double dash forward attacks, which are all pretty pretty good in their own way. Some are a bit slower than others. But the best thing in the entire game for me, bar no, no move whatsoever, was simply down, square, triangle. That was it. Every oh, single time. Oh, the hammer punch. Oh, yeah. is that what I used? Okay. I used the Hadouken punch, and that just ripped through things. You just do a quarter circle forward, hit triangle, and it just... Bam! Knocks them all the way back, and then you rush over them, and you stomp on them, and then you do it again. And you rush over. It doesn't really work once you get to like devil, but for <laughs> the most part, you can you can wreck people with that thing. No, this this works for the entire game. Is uh, the the down attack sort of acts as a shield basically. Uh, the the lunging attack hits if they block that attack, it's going to push them out of the way for you to still have enough time to jump straight back into that move. You can add circle to that, by the way, make it a three-hit combo. You go oh, no. down, square, circle, and then triangle, and it does the hammer punch, then a sweep, and then the middle hit. So if they crouch to block low, you pop them right in the head. It's a good combo. I'll keep that in mind for the next time, but that worked perfectly fine with perfects. Some perfects late in the game. Although oh, my, wow. first, my first run through the single player did leave me at a time clocks up of roughly 20... Four minutes, I believe, which was a lot longer than I remember ever taking back in the day. Yeah, I mean, my some of my problem was like stuff from later Tekken games, some of Paul's combos, because Paul is my main. But like some of the stuff from Tekken 3 where you could do that, you know, he would kind of faint backwards and come in with the kick. You can't do that here. <laughs> yeah, that threw me off. I clocked in at Paul. I want to say it was it was close to 17 minutes. So and that was my best uh, king. King took me almost thirty-five. Yeah, I was, yeah. I I didn't uh, like anybody else really in this, and I I don't think that's a game's fault. I think it's just I found my character and I like him. Like, what what did you guys think about the let's say just the base roster, not the secret characters? I I, I wasn't overly offended by any of them. I, I said before we started recording, I didn't I didn't exactly finish the game with any one character. I more played with a, a smattering. Of them just to just to get a kind of a feel and an, and a I don't think I well what's what am I trying to say I don't think I took enough time with either any character to really get to know them I more just you remember when we played um, Otaki and you're flying along and you start 
pl- pressing buttons to the beat of the music. That's kind of what I did with this. And I just started making patterns with my punches and my kicks. So, yeah. So it's no not a rhythm fighting list. game. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um. So, oh, oh, to answer your question about whether I think it's deep enough. So when me and Abby played um, first, she went, this is, this is ugly. Right. Um, and it, it, if you're looking at it today and you don't know what PS one looks like, yeah, it, it, it looks kind of janky, but after we played probably seven or eight rounds, she asked if we could play a newer one and I'm like, sure. So we booted up Tekken six and you're right. The system is very close still. Like one, the later iterations get faster. But if, say, you bought Tekken 2, brought it home, and really grasped the fundamentals of it, it will serve you all the way up through Tekken 6. I'm guessing now 7, hopefully. So I don't think that it's very shallow. I think that it, it, it rewards you the more time you put into it. I don't think it's as shallow as, say, Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive always struck me as the button masher's game. Um, the vir- I would say it's about the same level as Virtual Fighter, maybe a little under. Because Virtual Fighter is a little bit more of a thinking man's fighter. Oh, here we go. Mortal Kombat. I think it's exactly on par with Mortal Kombat. In terms of, it's not quite Virtual Fighter or Street Fighter level technical or Guilty Gear. But, you know, it's enough to where if you want to put some time into it and learn how things work, then yeah, you'll be rewarded for it and you can wall up a button masher. So there is a... Yeah, there there are levels to the game, I, I think, but yeah, I, 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 there are places where it does feel a tiny bit broken too, or devil, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I do remember laser beams being a big issue with it, but I, I never got as far as unlocking him this time. Uh, so I think we've had a nice little discussion about about what we've found about the game so far, but what kind of negatives you found about it so far especially you dave you seem to have something to say earlier uh yeah I, the two of the biggest complaints i have are one the camera like it is it is very cool in what it tries to do if say you're going to use the eight-way run to try to dodge and then counter the camera can move and you can actually miss the other person because it hasn't swung around enough yet like maybe if it was a little bit speedier like, um, also, the one of the other complaints I have is it takes forever to get up if you don't nail that press down as soon as you hit the ground command. Like, I, you just lay in there and you will get hit by a computer a couple times before you can actually get up, even if you mash buttons. Yeah, so it's a guaranteed hit against you. Um, but at least if you go down, this was one of those games where, on the PlayStation at least, the load times were rapid compared to what I'd seen. Oh it's, yeah, it's, yeah. This, for for such a for such a good looking game at the time, it was it was amazing to see that it was actually so fast as well. Um, what about but yeah, the jumps? Yeah, again, oh, sorry. The I think the the jumps are one of the cons I was going to come to. I think the flying games are a real real mixed bag. You know, if if you see things like like Paul's lunging. Uh, double kick thing it, it, it looks cool but it keeps it at the level that you feel like a fighting game should be at when someone jumps off into the air with a flailing kick and goes backwards <laughs> you think 
This is not what I came here to do. That does not look in... It's the most out-of-place thing in the game for me, by far. I think... Um, I, I actually like... I like some bits of the camera thing. I, I understand what you're saying about that. I think there is a bit of a weird delay where for a moment you're thinking, I don't know where I am, and then it fully resets yeah. on you and you're a bit disorientated. But in, in terms of what it does when you're doing the moves, it it always seems to get a really nice angle of what's going on for you. You know, if, if you're going to throw, throw a throw, then you may as well look good while you're doing it. Oh, yeah, well, the throw cameras. That is very cool. I'll give it that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's a lot going on visually there. The, the whole um, hitting people in the face game. I know they talk about the latest games, like you know, using the grunt of GPUs and the latest systems to get so many flashy special effects. But in a simpler time, just the ones they chose for this game. When you've got things like you know, Street Fighter Alpha Free throwing little polygon hit hit attacks on the screen and stuff. I thought Tekken came into its own with these. They're just really um. Like I was saying originally about the colourfulness of seeing Tekken 1 for the first time, I felt like this this game did the same. And you're fighting in the middle of the woods with a little bit of illuminated green floor, and then you just see these red flashes come across as you smack someone straight in the face with the bottom of your foot. So, you know, no, nothing was quite like it. And I mean, Yoshimitsu is always synonymous with, for me with that with that wood stage because it's just a oh yeah, you know, iconic looking scene for me in, in video game history um i actually have tekken 2 to thank for when i was learning fighting games back when i was a kid um paying attention to when counter hits hit because you do get those colorful flashes every time you get a counter hit like with paul i believe it's the yellow circles that will spring up whenever you get a counter hit or if you know it has the nice colorful flash whenever something's unblockable which is something they do use in soul Calibur. You know how in Soul Calibur you turn a different color and flames start sprouting whenever you use an unblockable. It actually kind I of think so. I can't remember. Comes think think Astaroth, giant axe starts to get covered in flames and you're like, oh crap! You try to get out of the way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, things like um, Paul. Paul has a a move to where if it hits on a counter, it's a one hit kill. And he, you know, winds up for a long time, and you actually see him start to flash different colors, so you know what's coming. I like that. That. that helped me when I was learning fighting games. Yeah. No, I think you you must have got a lot further than me at an earlier time because all of this is quite oblivious. I'm quite oblivious to the majority <laughs> of this stuff. But, you know, the, I, I mean, the, the odd thing behind choosing this game was that there's, there's a really warm, nostalgic feeling in me, as you might have guessed. And it's it's all tailored towards this. I, I, the problem is I can't discern how much of it is... You know, reflecting on spending all that time with a friend, where it be, who's your favourite character this week? Is it Burke or is it uh, Bruce? And you know, you'd, you'd rattle between these. These stages would grow on you over time, and and as much as you might be saying some things look a bit funny to to, to yourselves, you know, seeing the Hong Kong background of the level, even though I know it's a weird looking two D background, it still it still does its bit for me. And I, you know, I'm I'm more of a graphics than quite a lot of people <laughs> um no I, I can't say i blame you for the warm fuzzies about tekken 2 like I, I guess this is as good a time as any so when, when i was a bit of a youngster you know i up at our local mall they had a tekken 3 cabinet which it came out roughly around the same time the tekken 2 hit playstation if i remember correctly 
And so I remember, you know, playing Tekken 3 because it's the newest thing. It's very cool. And, you know, getting my, you know, getting my butt whipped by older kids. And I couldn't play Tekken 3 at home to practice. So Tekken 2 was, was what I did. And boy, howdy did I practice with that sucker. But yeah, I mean, I remember being a little kid, you know, waiting till my parents were asleep and then, you know, slowly getting down off my bunk bed so my brother wouldn't wake up and rat on me and practicing Tekken 2 for hours in the middle of the night. Just so next time we went to the mall, I wouldn't get beat so bad. So yeah, I have a lot of warm fuzzies tied to this sucker too. It was very cool to go back. So it's the opposite for me. I, I've I've liked it a lot more in the past couple of weeks than I did ever did back in the day. It's it's carrying on that, you know, my ever never ending struggle with trying to find a fighting game that I actually like. Besides Smash Brothers. And I think it's it's Besides besides Smash Brothers, yeah, got it. definitely. <laughs> sorry, jeez, that was close. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I I I just I didn't have any warm fuzzy feelings, but I, it's nice to hear, and it's nice to hear these stories because sometimes you know, it's just it's just a warm fuzzy feeling is all you need to make a game. Just did now. you uh, at all try playing two player with any of your kids? No, no, I did not. Ah, um, and it's something I made. I maybe should have done. I maybe maybe that's where I've went wrong. I could have beat somebody. <laughs> so, out of curiosity, Craig, me and me and Mike have a lot of history with the Tekken series. You probably don't, other than Tekken Two. So, how do you, how do you decide nope. what character you're gonna try to you know play as when you're finally like you, like you settled on Yoshimitsu? So, just the look, just just basically the look, and I think before that. Before I came home and played it, I was watching a few videos online and I liked the kind of look of the moves a bit more. And the guy's got a sword. I thought that's got to count for something. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't stab. <laughs> yeah, it does. You know, but it, it doesn't... It's, it stabs him, but they don't just die. It's not like that. Well, yeah, that's called Bushido Blade. And that's another PlayStation game you should try. Um, Yeah, like, was it Tekken 2 or Tekken 3 that added in the, the, um, the seppuku move with... I think that's actually in this game. Was it really? I was just about to ask. I thought that's something I really remember being quite a quite a talking point at the time. Yeah, that was the gamble move, man. If you're down over half your bar, it's like, all right, this is it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, have you ever seen that, Craig? No. Well, actually, do you know what? I've seen no, but yes, I have. I definitely have. I just don't know when. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't you know, know whether it, it was in a video or back in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is cool. So, I think that comes as, brings us quite close to wrapping up before saying that, uh, you know, as far as character development goes, there haven't been many games since Street Fighter 2 which do kind of make you feel involved in the cast. And I think, you know, this is the game where we saw people being thrown into volcanoes (laughs) and none of it made any sense. But the reality is, since Street Fighter 2, I don't think we've ever seen such a colourful cast of characters, which you sort of, you've got a bit of a bond with. That's something that I know Virtua Fighters never really managed to succeed with. As, As strong as the gameplay might be, I've never felt an affiliation, apart from saying, Jackie's the guy with the spiky hair. Yeah, let's see, see what we thought of this then. So, how do you guys get on with it? Ultimately, how do you rate it? Let's let's start with you, Craig. I thought it was rather pleasant to play, and it hasn't put me off 
trying to find that special fighter for me other than Super Smash Brothers. So I think overall it's been great going back to it. I can't I did remember some of the animation, some of the feel of it from way back in the day, but obviously I didn't plough that much time into it back then or this time. But the feel of it and the I wanted to learn this more than I wanted to learn something like Injustice or Street Fighter. I wanted to get a wee bit more into it because of the control system. So I would recommend it. Maybe just to go in back and play and then pick up something newer, I would say. Because it does look a wee bit dated in places. But not the CGI because it's awesome. <laughs> Toy Story CGI. Awesome. I, I, I would say it's a recommend with caveats, right? Like, if you are new to fighting games like Craig and you haven't really found one that you click with and you want to really learn, Tekken 2 is a very good one to start with because it's right on that cusp of fighting games becoming kind of niche and where they were incredibly popular casual games. Like, this is a good transition game to where, all right, let's see what the fighting games are all about. It's simple enough to learn and it's deep enough to where it will be rewarding. But it's not Guilty Gear crazy or Street Fighter V crazy where you have to pay attention to so much. So yeah, I would recommend this. It's it's $6 on PSN. If you're interested in fighting games and you don't mind PS1 graphics, go for it. I mean, and, and the one last thing I guess I could say about the Tekken series is it was all very cool when I was a kid to see fighters from different parts of the world using different styles of fighting. Like seeing Lei fight was just incredibly cool when I was a kid. Because, look, he's, he's doing Drunken Master. That's amazing. I mean, now that's no big shakes. But, you know, then he has his crane stance. or And then you have your American guys like Paul, who's just no finesse at all, just punchy in the mouth. And then you got, you know, your, your Bruce Lee, your Jeet Kune Do guy. I, that was very cool to me. More so than Street Fighter. Street Fighter, you don't really notice, like, hmm, this could be a real fighting style kind of thing. So, yeah, it, it's a very interesting game. Pick it up, especially as a beginner fighter. It works great. So yeah, my my final thoughts are going to go to uh, the old champion, Beck Dusan, and his ability <laughs> to kick me across the screen repeatedly in juggling <laughs> combos, high, low, always in the air, but different heights. And this is exactly what my friend used to do to me as a kid. I never fully appreciated Tekken 2. I played played it like crazy. Uh, as you might have heard from my, my stumblings in the combos earlier, of just doing the two-link combo, you know, I was never any good at the game, to be honest. <laughs> I did unlock all the characters. And yeah, it does have a fuzzy, fuzzy place. Um, but like Dave's saying, that there are caveats. If I look past my, my, uh, you know, my blinkered, lovely outlook of the game, the truth is Tekken 3 was probably a bit better. Just a little bit. They had a few few more different uh you know world real world fighting styles added into it like Capria and things and it's probably the more groundbreaking game. I think if if you did get a chance to uh to grab Tekken five on the PS2, which itself is a brilliant, brilliant game, that's that's another game that really sparked my interest in Tekken again. Um definitely try out the arcade collection mode where you get uh you get both Tekken two, the original arcade version and not not just Tekken 1, but uh, Tekken 3 as well. And that is ultimately, I think, the solution to the problems. Get Tekken 5 <laughs> and get Tekken 1, <laughs> 2 and 3. Probably skip 4. Even the, the guy I knew bought that didn't really like it too much. 
But um, on that note, yeah, this I think we've we've wrapped up Tekken well, uh, well Tekken two as well as we can. But uh, we have another episode coming of the Retro Rewind, and to present his choice, I give you Mister Second. Well, finally, at the end of Tekken two, let it be known that a new king of the Iron Fist oh, was uh, no. named. <laughs> his, his name was Mr. Craig and he will yes. present his choice right now, here we go thank you, thanks, first, first of all Dave you've actually, now that Mike said that, you've got to give me the crown right now I'm <laughs> sorry, you're going to have to throw me in a volcano says. if you want it dude <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll meet you at Mount Krakatoa alright, it's something. on we'll, we'll get this out, right, my game is a game I've been playing for a few days now, just whiling away some time while I've been chilling it is Wonder Project J. Kikai no wow. Shonen Pino. Wow. Um, and That's I'm absolutely I'm smitten game, it? with it at the moment. So, what's that? Is that an NX game? It is indeed. It is indeed wow. an NX game from 1994. And you can get an English translation ROM from the internet. Now, Now, hold on. How does a person like yourself, Craig, find out about Wonder Project J? In case you didn't know, they were the people who made Evo, if I remember correctly. Which is a game that was on my they list. They are indeed. They are in- Oh, really? Um well I I don't I just started reading. I started reading because you know I'm not the most knowledgeable person in the world. And it was actually like I was reading an Enix article on something, and I saw it, and I didn't even know what I just clicked. Wonder Project G. I wonder what that is. Clicked on it. I start. I saw the cover, and the cover art looks very much like a an action awesome shot out of a Ghibli film or something. So instantly, I thought, "Ah, I need to check this out." And then I thought, as soon as I stuck it, and I was like, "I'm putting this down, and I'm going to wait until tonight, and I'm going to say, guys, you're going to play this with me (laughs) and see." How you get on raising your wee robot boy, Pino. <laughs> okay. Well, well, well done. Good well choice. Done. Good, good choice. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we are yet to find out at least. So that, that wraps us up this week. Uh, thank you for joining us. You can join us on all the usual channels. Just search us on the bit of uh, Sorry for laziness there. And we'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Catch you later. Bye.